What is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Surfing the Stream, where every week we are on a quest to find out what is the greatest movie of all time. I am Matthew Primo, and here at Surfing the Stream, we review at least two movies a week. We jump back and forth between different franchises, uh, your favorite franchises, and then we also do some, uh, some miscellaneous reviews, some newly released movies, as well as if we're watching a movie throughout the week and it just really hits us and then we need to talk about it, we'll throw that up as a bonus episode. But we have done some horror movies. We've done 90s action movies. We have reviewed Terminator, all those. We've reviewed all the Batman movies. Christian and I, who is my normal host on one of the other series, we are almost done. We are halfway through Die Hard. And I'm today this will end my Underworld series. And then, starting in February, we will be doing Kung Fu in review. And then, Christian and I, I think we mentioned it on our Die Hard with a Vengeance episode. I think we had mentioned that we're going to finish that up, and that will bring us into maybe the second or third week of February. After that, we will do a month-long, 31 days worth of Kung Fu movies. We're going to do four reviews, and uh, two bonus episodes for our Patreon supporters. Those reviews will be Ip Man 1, The Karate Kid, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and Enter the Dragon. Those are probably the big f- the big four, I would think. Uh, when we were listing out all the Kung Fu movies, those are the biggest four, so we're going with that. And then Patreon supporters will get, like I said, get two bonus episodes. We're not really sure what those will be, as of now, it's Kung Pao, Enter the Fist, and Never Back Down. But, like I said, or I haven't said this episode, I've seen it on previous episodes. Our Patreon supporters are, they're the ones that decide what we review each and every month. So, we haven't put that up for a vote officially, but those are the ones that me and Christian are wanting to review. And then also, with the conclusion of this Underworld series, I will start Predator in review. I want to watch and review all the Predator movies, and that will start uh, hopefully next week. Speaking of Patreon supporters, you can go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash two game. That is the number two, and you can support us at the $5, $10, or $20 tier. Shout out to our $20 tier supporters, Carmen Edmonds, Eric Hernandez, and Sharon Petrie. We appreciate y'all. We thank you for supporting us each and every month. And because of y'all support, we actually just ordered a new mic. So Christian and I will have officially two new mics. And the last thing we will need is an interface, an audio interface for our uh, for our new mics, which will be hopefully we'll be getting that in the next week or so. And then you can hear us in crystal clear audio, I hope. But anyways, what you're here for, you're here for Underworld in review. This is the final Underworld review. Underworld Blood Wars. And I have to say, well, I, I will say this, huge disclaimer, I don't, y'all might be able to hear this in the background, not 100% sure. I'm home alone with my youngest son who is... When, when you become a parent, you will, you will understand you get all their ages mixed up. He is three. He just turned three. So, he's in there watching Ninja Turtles. I mean, 
what else would you want to do, you know? So he's in there playing in the next room. So you might catch a little bit of a background noise by him or interruptions. So hopefully not. If so, go ahead and apologize beforehand. But you're here for Underworld Blood Wars. And what we do here at Two Game, or excuse me. <laughs> I Do you think I'm confused with what, what shows I'm doing now? Two Game Podcast is our anime, gaming podcast, nerd, nerd, all kinds of nerdy stuff goes on with that podcast. Check that one out. Two Game Podcast, that is the number two. This is Surfing the Stream, obviously. And what we do at Surfing the Stream is, I'm going to run through the plot real quick, some fun facts, and then I'll give you my general impressions of the movie. And then afterwards, I will tell you whether you should buy this, get it on sale, slash rent it, or skip it altogether. And then I'll also give you my star rating on it. Underworld Blood Wars, the final movie of the series. Well, maybe, and I'll get to that in a second. So, vampire death dealer Selene fights to end the eternal war between the Lycan clans and the vampire faction that betrayed her. So, if you're following along with the series, that plot sounds just like the other movies. And when I get to my general impressions of the movie, that will be a critique. That will be a one of the reasons why I'm not a huge fan of the series. I, mean, I like it. I can watch it. I like the idea of the series, but overall, it's just, it's eh, it's meh. This was directed by Anna Forster. She mainly does TV stuff. She directed uh, some episodes of Westworld, Jessica Jones, the Netflix series, and Outlander. So this is her first big movie uh, debut. It was released on January 6, 2017, so four years ago. It has a budget of $35 million, and it grossed worldwide $81 million. I'm not 100% sure without going back through my notes, but I think that's the lowest grossing movie. And it also didn't have a huge budget, which was kind of surprising, considering each budget has been, I think, around $50 or $60 million and going up. So it's kind of surprised that they cut back on this one. But you can kind of tell in a lot of a lot of scenes, they're just... They don't look nearly as good as the as the last movie. So on the wall in the castle, there are several paintings of elder vampires, including a rendering of Vlad the Impaler, who happens to be Dracula. This was supposed to be Kate Beckinsale's last Underworld movie, but Lynn Wiseman has confirmed a sixth movie is in development. So that's kind of what I wanted to bring up. This The series is concluding right now, but... Who knows, maybe 2022, 2023, this may, we may be adding to this review later in the, adding to the series, excuse me, uh, later down the road. Man, no telling what that's, it's probably going to be Awakening, it's probably going to be like Sleeping or something like that. It's going to be, it's going to be some dumb name, Blood Wars, it's going to be, see, I can't even predict where they're going to go because I, on one hand, I want to say, oh, they're going to try something different, but really they're not, they're not going to. And the last fun fact, Lynn Wiseman, who is the director of the first two movies, and Paul W.S. Anderson, who directed all the Resident Evil movies, they want a Resident Evil Underworld crossover movie. And they're hoping that it will happen in the near future. I honestly don't know how I feel about that because you're bringing two very, very underwhelming series together 
And honestly, I'm not a fan of Mila Jovovich at all. I, uh, I just I don't think she's a great actress, and a lot of her movies are just terrible, to be honest with you. And maybe one day I will do a Resident Evil series in review. I watched them all last year in 2020. I believe it was last year in 2020 or, or 2019. I can't remember. But I watched all of them with the exclusion of the very last movie. And it was just like, it's it's exactly like Underworld where it's underwhelming. You love the idea of the series, but it's just like, they're just bland terrible action movies and that I don't even know if they're considered entertaining it's just there's something to waste the time away I guess you could say so my general thoughts of this movie Blood Wars I I liked it is it the best movie in the series no is it the worst no but a lot of it I was I mean, I was able to go on my phone, look up on Facebook, go to Twitter while watching this. I could also play a little video game, Celeste, and I could still follow the story. That's how simple this plot is. That's how much this plot is similar to all of the other movies. And that tells you how uninteresting this movie can be at times. Because I'll get to a point where they're slowing down, and you're like... Okay, yeah. Uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna play a little bit of this game while they're doing whatever the hell they're doing. And I'll come back to him in a minute. When the action gets here. So overall I, I do think it's not a good movie. There's there's lots of issues with it. It's it's just it's I can watch it, but I'm not gonna go out of my way to watch it, if that makes any sense. The action is okay. If y'all remember correctly, in the last review, Underworld, oh God, Awakening, yeah, Awakening, I was like, wow, this is, this is, this movie actually kind of surprised me, to be honest with you. The action was actually the best in the series. Granted, not saying much, but it was better. And I was thinking, you know, each, each movie, the action has gotten maybe a little bit better, each, ep- each movie. And then they they just fall flat in this movie, to be honest with you. They go back to the to the natural way of things in the first two movies where it's quick shots of all the characters and they're just you just see their facial expressions. I mean that's really all you see. And it's just quick shots in battle. It's very, very underwhelming. Michael Bay would be disappointed in these filmmakers. Just saying. And as far as let's talk about Marius for a second. He is the big bad in this in this movie, he's just he's meh, very meh. I don't really care for him. I like the I like the the idea of him, and kind of similar to Awakening, I love the idea of the villain that they had. They just didn't execute it right because I love that they made this huge ass werewolf, and he was very very imposing against Celine. And they kind of go with that same thing in this movie, which further proves my point that the plots just, they're all the same. They are all the same. They don't do anything different from each movie. From movie to movie, nothing is different as far as they don't bring in new action elements. They don't bring in new plot lines that make you go, 
oh, that's super interesting. And really, that's my biggest issue with this series overall. At least with Resident Evil, they threw some new stuff at you in each movie. Granted, for the most part, each movie was not that great. It's kind of like this. It's just very underwhelming. And I I honestly just think Marius was casted wrong. I think if they would have gone with a different actor, it may have been better. He just doesn't... The, the guy that played Marius, he just doesn't seem like he would fit that part. That's just me personally. And then uh, eventually Marius like turns into a werewolf, but he's like not a werewolf. He looks like the Hulk from the Incredible Hulk movie, the one that had... Uh, oh, I can think of his name, but I can't... I can picture his face, but I can't think of his name. The one that... With the M- MCU, and they never made another... The last Hulk movie. Uh, geez, I cannot think of his name. Ugh, that's terrible. I'm a terrible movie person. Anyways, but he looks like the Hulk. And then, bald coven leader. I thought that was Emotep from the Mummy series at first. I was like, bro, is that Emotep? And then the more you look at him, I was like, oh, no, that's not him. But now I'm kind of disappointed that it was not him. You know what I mean? And I have a couple of issues with that overall last battle. That was a weak, a, a very weak battle slash war. When it ended, I was like, D- is that it? Is that really how this ends? Because going into this movie, I thought this was the last movie in the series. Because I do all these fun facts. I do it after the movie, so it doesn't cloud my judgment of the movie. It doesn't spoil anything. So I didn't know there was going to be a sixth movie until... I did fun facts and I saw the end. I saw the end and I was I thought that was going to be the, the final battle. And I just I saw it and I was like, "Bro, this is this is not good. Like why why did you end it like this?" So so uh David kills Marius. Spoiler alert. I mean, if you've been following on up to this point, then you know that we do spoiler reviews. Marius dies. He cuts off his head. He kills off Marius. He cuts off Marius's head. And he walks into the big open area in the castle where all the lichens and the vampires are fighting each other. And all he does is walk down these steps, carrying his head, and then he goes, leave here, or something, something along those lines. He tells them to leave. And they just, the, the lichens, they're all in werewolf form. They just stop what they're doing and they legit just walk away. It's it's the most bizarre ending to an ep- to an epic battle, air quotes. And it's like they just ran out of ideas or time or money. I don't I don't know what the issue was with why they went the way that they went to end that battle. Maybe they just maybe they just got I don't know. I have no idea. It's confusing. I'm baffled by it, to be honest with you. Like, maybe they went into it and they're like, how do we end this battle? Oh, we'll show off his head. Oh, that's cool. And they'll just all just, they'll all be disappointed and just run away. Why do they walk? Why do they walk away? Maybe when they show the head of their leader being, you know, him being dead, they're all like, oh, crap. And they, you know, hightail it out of there. That would make sense. But they're all just like, Okay, we're just we're done. Let's pack our stuff up and go home, guys. We're not gonna share our toys anymore. 
I just it was it was a b- very bizarre ending to to this movie to be honest with you. And then speaking of Marius, old Celine, a, another complaint of this movie that I have, and it's been a general complaint throughout the entire series. The werewolves just look terrible. CGI werewolves are just terrible as per the normal. I wish they would have put more money into designing them. If you're going to make a movie where you're going to have werewolves in it, one of two things need to happen. Either A, you need to go, like, you need to hammer in that these werewolves look epic. They look awesome. Or you go the route of special effects where you actually create these suits. Kind of like Ninja Turtles back in the uh, the olden days. I mean, at least I would give you credit for that. These just look, they just look terrible. Look terrible. It looks like you didn't put any time into them or design. They just, they just, ugh, they just don't look good at all. And I've made a general complaint throughout the series that every movie is freaking dark. And it's freaking blue. It's freaking sharks with freaking laser beams. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's just so much, so much darkness in these movies. And I get it. They're supposed to be dark. They're vampires. But why are all the scenes with the lichens, why are those scenes dark? Can somebody please explain that to me? There's no reason for them to be in the dark scenes. Awakening didn't have this issue. It was brightened. It was still dark, but I could see everything that was going on. Whereas in this one, I mean, I'm watching it on my phone during the day, and I can't see, I can't see crap at all. So I, I don't see why all these movies have to be so dark. There is a way to make a movie or a TV show. You can make it dark without it being so dark you can't see things. One of the one of the things I can point to is the the episode in Game of Thrones the last season, uh, the Battle of Winterfell, how it was so freaking dark. But I mean, and I get it. It's at night. But there's a way to make those scenes you can still see while it being dark. And there's a way to do that. I don't know if it's if it if it was just laziness on their part, or maybe it's just really how they wanted things to look. I don't know. But that's how it turned out. And I just I liked the way Awakening looked. And in this one, they went back to that original just darkness. Not nearly as blue as the first, what, two movies? But it was still pretty dark in this movie. And then, like I've mentioned before, all the dialogue, all the storylines, all the action scenes, is basically, I, I'm i wondering if they just cut and paste all these scenes and then put them into this new movie. I don't know. That's what, that's what I think. Because it just all feels so similar from movie to movie. Honestly, if I had to sit here and explain the plot line and tell you the key difference in each movie it may prove difficult for me. And you shouldn't have that issue. Like Batman movies. I can tell you which movie is different, and there's a little bit of difference in each movie. The The Terminator movies are kind of similar in this, but they do change things up a little bit in each movie. A, a little bit. Go check out my review series for Terminator, and you'll see what I mean. And the most ridiculous moment award goes to Marius and David standing three feet apart from each other, shooting each other in the faces, and then screaming at each other. I, I was watching that scene, and all I could say was, 
are you serious? This is so dumb. So dumb. Like, I'm wondering if they were filming that scene and they're like, oh, guys, this this looks so badass. In theory, this looks so badass. And yeah, but it looks stupid and dumb when you're watching it. And that is key. Not everything translates well from page to actual film. And then uh, David just all of a sudden becomes a high elder. That's the that's the problem with these movies. I and the problem with the sequel trilogy for Star Wars that I have. I feel like there's no ultimate plan to these series. This is why Marvel, the MCU, is so successful. They plan these movies out. They have these phases, and they're planning all the movies out. Hey. We don't have a general script for this movie, but this is what I want out of this movie that connects to this movie that connects to this movie. And we want this general plot line to flow through each and every movie. Star Wars trilogy, the sequel trilogy, did not do that. They're like, oh, let's bring in this. And then each movie, they just they added uh, more plot to it. Like, it almost kind of reminds me of that little game that you played in school. It was, uh, what was it, like something about rumors. You would whisper something to your the person right next to you and then they would whisper something, and then they would whisper something, and it would just build and build, and then at the end, it would just be something completely different. That's how this is, to me. Like, I feel like they just threw something at the wall to make it stick and seem cool, and that wasn't the original plan. I I hate, I absolutely hate when movies do that, when they have this soap opera feel to it, and, like, I feel like... David was not supposed to survive Awakening. And they even said on the fun facts that they were so impressed by his performance, which I don't know why. I mentioned this in the last review. But they were so impressed by the performance that they actually brought him back later in the movie. So I'm thinking he was supposed to die or supposed to be written off. And they just brought him back. I I, I don't know for a fact about that. But that's just my theory. And then what is the hell what what the hell is the sacred world? They never explain it. They never go into detail. They show you this cool thing and they just pull the rug out from underneath it. And they're like, yeah, we don't we we have this cool thing, but yeah, we don't really know how to explain it or tell you what it is. I still don't know what the sacred world is. And then how about Celine? She stops in the middle of her fight to to bite herself, to drink her own blood. So she can see her memories again. And 90% of those memories. 90% of those memories. Are of her and Michael having sex. Like. This is not the the appropriate time. To be sucking your own blood. And watching your fantasies in your head. Of basically a porno. Not the time. You're about to get your head smashed in by an old dude. And then back to my point of. They never explain anything. They never explain anything of why the characters do the things that they do. They all have bland motives. In each movie, these characters all have the same motives. It's like a a terrible version of Game of Thrones with the clans, specifically the vampire clans. The Lycans, they do the same thing every single time. Let's go get this girl's blood. Let's go get this guy's blood. Let's uh, go do this. It's the same stuff. And that is my biggest issue with this series overall, and it's one of my biggest issues with this movie in particular. The series just, it it doesn't fall flat with this movie, but the weight of all those criticisms really hold this movie back. 
And instead of exploring new newfound territory, newfound lore, they just rehash some of the same things. Now, the mountain vampires, I thought that was pretty cool. Not gonna lie. That was pretty cool. You know where uh, Imhotep showed up? He's gonna be forever known as Imhotep. That was cool. The fight on the ice, that was cool. Them exploring that little aspect of the vampire clan, going to a new region. Uh, I'm all about that. That was great. Give me more of that. That is something different that you I have not seen in the previous epi- previous episodes, previous movies. So, so yeah. I, I if you're gonna make a six one, jump into something we haven't seen before. We've seen all the gothic, uh, London look, Jack the Ripper style look that they've been trying to show us over the last. I I don't remember when did this come out? 2003, I think. So last 20 years almost. We'll say that. Uh, I just I wish they would explore new territory and not rehash the same thing over and over again. Why are the lichens always after somebody's blood? That's basically how it is. In the first movie, that was how it was. In the second movie, they didn't technically need blood, but it was the second movie. We won't even talk about that. It was just it's the same thing every epi- every movie. I just wish they would explore something new. Give me something new. Say like the Lycans found a new weapon or something that can kill, that can extinct all the vampires. And they have to stop a world apocalypse or something. That would be better than, oh, let's go find this person's blood. Let's race to the finish, basically. I I don't know where exactly they can go in the series to make it entertaining again to make it watchable again unless they just scrapped everything and just started from the very beginning with a new cast and actually put money into this versus just making these like B style action movies and I wouldn't even call it action to be honest with you because the action is terrible so overall I gave this a 2 out of 5 I it's 2.5 is my average Average movie, the dialogue's okay, it's just, it's it's meh. This has so many issues with the plot, the dialogue is terrible, the acting is terrible. A lot of it just doesn't hit the mark, so I gotta drop this below average to 2 out of 5. If it's a part of a collection, and we're gonna jump into this right now. I would not buy this movie on its own. Skip it. If you have all the others... And you can pay $5 for this, then yeah, pay $5 and get this. If you do not have the collection and you're like, oh, I've seen all the others. Let me just go buy this. Yeah, but do you though? Do you have to watch this though? I don't know. I like it. Will I ever watch it again? No, not on it. Not on its own, to be honest with you. Not on its own. And I would... Honestly, I don't think I would ever rewatch this series unless I'm forced to, to be honest with you. Because generally, all these movies are just not that great. They're not. And we'll get into my rankings in just a second. Uh, but overall, I would skip this movie unless it's part of the collection already. If you can find it on a streaming app. They were on Amazon Prime and Netflix a couple months ago, but they kind of fell off. 
So maybe that's your only chance to see them. Wait for them to come on one of those two apps. Or get them a part of a collection. Otherwise, just just skip this, guys. It's it's not that great. It doesn't further the plot line any. And honestly, you're not going to be missing much. Time for my rankings. And normally I try to keep these between 15 to 20 minutes on my side of the episodes. So running a little bit behind. But there was a lot to uh, complain about this this movie. At the end of each series, I drop my final rankings of that series. So Terminator, the last episode of Terminator, I dropped at the very end of the episode. I dropped my rankings. We're going to do that here. At number five, Underworld Evolution. I think this is the only movie, this is the only movie in the series that I will definitely not watch again. I will refuse. It is just a terrible movie. The plot is not interesting. The the action is terrible, and I just don't I don't care for the main villain of of Marcus, and yeah, it was just it was just a it was just a bad movie. And like I said, you can go check out these reviews if you're to this point and you haven't seen all the other reviews. Go check out my reviews for more in depth uh, discussion for those. At number four, I know I shit all over this movie for this episode, but Blood Wars is number four. Between five and four. I will never watch five again if if I have anything to say about it. Four, I I may watch it again, but I'm going to try my hardest not to. So that's why it's a number four. I think the plot is somewhat interesting, but it it just all feels the same as the other ones. And I'm not going to keep rehashing what I've already said in this episode, but this is where number four is, Blood Wars. At number three... From three on, these are enjoyable. I can rewatch these again. Number three, the first one, Underworld. Overall, it's probably the most even of all the movies, but the terrible acting and no character development throughout the movie, especially why Celine and Michael love each other all of a sudden, I don't understand that because they just, oh, let's kiss and we're done. They just all of a sudden love each other. I don't understand it. But overall, it's probably the most even out of the series. At number two, Awakening. It has the best action in the series. It's actually pretty entertaining. I was going into that movie. I had seen the very end of it. I wasn't aware that I had seen it until I was actually watching it. But it, it was entertaining. I was not expecting it. I was expecting the last two movies to be to be doo-doo, to be honest with you. And this one actually kind of surprised me. And I really... I actually really enjoyed this movie. And Numero Uno, the best Underworld movie, and I said this before the series even started, that Rise of a Lycans was the best movie out of the series, and it still holds up. That was a fantastic movie. It had the best acting in the series. Granted, that's not saying much. It had a simple plot, but it was effective. It was basically just a Romeo and Juliet version, a Romeo and Juliet movie with vampires and lichens i mean what can you go wrong with what can go wrong with that you know it was so entertaining from beginning to end and michael sheen got the mvp award for that movie because he put on a hell of performance and just overall i love that movie i think i ended up giving it three stars but that's mainly because some of the character development is meh some of the action is well when i say some i mean all the action is pretty terrible 
and it really drops it down for me. It's a good movie as far as like how it was made, but entertaining wise, I mean, if we're going on a scale of one to five for entertainment, eh, four and a half if you want for entertainment purposes. But that is my official rankings of the Underworld series. I am so happy to be done with this series to finally move on. And I'm going from Terminator, which had some lackluster outings, to Underworld, which had a lot of uh, lackluster outings. And now I'm going to Predator, which back in the day, I obviously the first one is incredible. The second one I enjoyed back in the day. I haven't seen that since I was a little kid. And the other... The other two? Is there four? Or is there five? There's two others. Uh, I have not... I've only seen those once. And both of those times, I don't know if I was truly invested in watching them. I just watched them to watch them. So we're going to see how it, how, it, how it plays out. I'm hoping I can find a series that I just... I love from beginning to end it would be it'd be it'd be so nice so stay tuned for predator in review that will drop next week that'll be the first week of of february and then stay tuned for die hard or live free or die hard and a good day to die hard there's gonna be our next two reviews up with christian and then we will start our kung fu in review series i'm pretty ecstatic about that but i appreciate y'all joining me for this series let me know how you feel about Underworld. Have you watched all these movies with me? Do they hold up? Are you actually a huge fan and you're like, oh, I actually love all these movies, despite the fact of how terrible they are? Let me know if you're one of those people. Or are you like me and basically this whole series is just meh and underwhelming altogether. But I appreciate y'all joining me and I'll catch y'all next time on another review.